We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Roto Grinders presents your first word in daily fantasy sports. The Morning Grind, Stevie TPFL and Company are here to jumpstart your analysis on today's DFS slate. Without further ado, here's your host, Stephen Young. Hey everyone, welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It is Wednesday. It is February 6th. It's 2019, and we have seven basketball games to talk about here on today's slate. It's a back-to-back for my buddy, my main man here, Will, Chief Justice 06. Tuesday wasn't awesome. Let's hope Wednesday brings the goods. How are you doing, my friend? Doing great outside of this slate. Uh, I let the people down. I let my fans down. I let my family down. I let my friends down. Because I did not ship the Morning Grind Listeners League. So I got to run it back tomorrow and see if we can take this thing down. But now nah, I'm, I'm excited, man. Uh, whoever's going to take it down, uh, congrats. Um, just like we talked about, got a lot right, got a lot wrong. Um, but nonetheless, I'm not discouraged, man. We're going to keep this train moving. Yes, sir. Um Waiting on an email back for them as far as last week's five winners uh, to play. Uh, I don't know if it's going to happen today. If it doesn't happen today, it'll happen Friday. Um, but it will happen. It will happen this week at some point. So if you're one of the winners from last week, don't worry. We're going to get you a game. We're going to let you play against the other four people. And that way you get a chance to win that $25 ticket to use in the pick and roll. Pick and roll is big today. Um, they have a $25,000 pick and roll here today. So make sure you guys are checking that out. Uh, if you haven't checked them out, definitely check them out, fantasydraft.com. Sign up through the Roto-Grinders links. That way you guys get access to any promos promos that we run with Fantasy Draft. We will have a listener's link today, the comments on the podcast. There will be a listener's link. link. That way you can access and play against Will and, and myself. Um, I donated... On Tuesday, I stuck with some of the cheap guys that I liked instead of switching over to some of those uh, cheap Memphis guys. Um, I knew they were going to be chalky. Took the shot, took the risk, and it did not work out. Um, And that was just across the industry. Um, I think the only place I ended up playing those guys was on FanDuel. And I had Ivan Robb in my lineup before the news even came out. So um, I was just hoping to use him as like that punt play. And, you know, he ended up being like 70 three percent because of the injuries so um it's just crazy uh when that happens so did not work out so 
ready to move on to Wednesday slate. We got some chalky value plays that we're going to talk about here on this slate as well. Uh, before we get into that, I do have a little bit of a NASCAR announcement. Um, not going to spend too much time on this, but this is something that is very important to me. Um, I'm going to talk about this probably more tomorrow and Friday as well. DraftKings has announced a contest of $125,000 for the Advance Advanced Auto Parts Clash at Daytona this weekend. It's kind of a it's a non-points race. They're racing to win the race. Um, the starting spots are randomly drawn. It's it's super fun. It's really the first race we get all season, but there's contests. That means I'm going to have a NASCAR package. Um, I will have a weekly package that will not have all the stuff that it usually will have because this is not a points race. It's not, um, there's just not a lot going on. There's not, um, there's just not a lot going on. Uh, it's as simple as that. So I will have projections for DraftKings. If FanDuel has contests, I'll have, um, projections for FanDuel as well. I will have cash and tournament rankings. I'll have a live show. Um, Mark and I will break down each driver, talk about the strategies and what to look for in this only 20-car field. And then I'll have an article breaking down tournament plays, um, You know, talking about some guys that I feel like might be a little under-owned that have some upside and some risky guys. So if you want to get in on the action, it is it will not be the normal $13 price. It's going to be $7, usually this last year. We usually, do, we usually did $5 on these uh, shorter packages, but we're doing a $7 package, and we will be donating $2 from every sale to the J.D. Gibbs Legacy Fund. Um, J.D. Gibbs was very passionate about his support for Young Life Ministry. It's something that's very important to me. It's something that I learned a lot about in high school. I went to a Christian um, private high school, and it's something that is very important to me. We lost J.D. Gibbs over the offseason, um, and this is something that I would like to help him spread his passion, something that he did outside of the track. So $2 from every sale will be no donated, and then um, I'll have an announcement on something that I'll be donating um, as well on top of what we're going to be donating from the sales. So if you want to get in on this, it will be announced um, on Twitter and stuff. This won't be available as soon as you wake up, but this will be available um, sometime um, tomorrow afternoon. So if you want to get on in this, make sure you check it out. Um, and it's going to a good cause. So the extra two bucks that it was from last year, we're going to donate that stuff. So if you have any questions about it, feel free to reach out to me on Twitter. Um, Will, we got basketball to talk about my friend. Seven games. We start with Denver at Brooklyn. Um, no total in this game. Waiting on a little bit of injury news. Uh, Gary Harris is already out. Jamal Murray is questionable. Paul Millsap is questionable. Alan Crabb is probable. Dinwiddie is out. Dudley is out, and Levert is out. Will, let's start with Denver. What are we looking at here on the Denver side of things? Well, first of all, let me get a, give a quick plug for Fantasy Draft. Thank you for just removing this game altogether because I've I've got the Stevie disease. I just can't get Jokic right anymore. So uh, this game will not be on Fantasy Draft, which I'm actually pretty excited about. Uh, outside of that um, – I guess, you know, I, I think everything for me hinges on whether Murray and uh, Millsap are going to play. They're both questionable right now. I do think, despite the fact that I haven't gotten him right, I mean, isn't he the center play on all sites? Maybe unless you're spending down on a site like FanDuel where you can't play two on a guy like Okafor. 
I mean, Jokic against Brooklyn, this is like an autoplay. So I, I do really like Jokic here. Uh, if Millsap and those guys were to sit, Trey Lyles did have a big game. I do want to pump the brakes on that. I, I think part of that may have been because of the contribution of a blowout. Detroit just uh, lit into Denver. So I don't want to read too much into it, but I mean, at 3,700 on DK, I, I think, I think you consider them. Uh, and then it'll be the usual suspects. If both of these guys are out, I mean, I know Malik Beasley's 5,700. I still think there's a little meat on the bone if the game is close and he's going to play big minutes. Um, you know, we've seen him put up 30, 40 fantasy points. And same thing for Monty Morris, except at 6,100, I know it's just a $400 difference, but I think that that we'll have to really contemplate, you know, what we're going to do as far as his price point. Uh, but Jokic is the number one guy. Uh, followed followed by the you know the two the two newbies. Yeah, um, so obviously a lot is going to depend on Millsap, but um, Jokic <laughs> is firmly in play here. If Millsap sits, I like Plumley. Um, I think you know any big guy against Brooklyn, I'm interested in. So Plumley and Jokic top tier plays here. If Murray sits again, I I still think Morris is a guy that could go for forty plus here. So I think he's a guy you could look at for six to seven x with potential to maybe get eight x. Um, so uh, I, he's expensive. Uh, don't get me wrong, uh, Amante Morris. We wouldn't have been paying this um, a few months ago, but this guy has been playing really good basketball, um, and I don't mind paying up a little bit, hoping that maybe we get him a little bit lower ownership. So. Um, outside of that, really nothing else here. I don't mind Malik Beasley, but I think I'd rather play Monte Morris. Monte Morris is just playing more minutes than Beasley right now. So I, I just think that is uh, the ceiling play. Um, so on the Brooklyn side of things, Alan Crabb coming back uh, might take some extra minutes from some of these guys, maybe like Graham or somebody. Um, is there anything standing out to you here on the Brooklyn side of things? No, uh, I don't want to play anyone from Brooklyn today. Just now at this point, they really have too many bodies with, with everyone back. I mean, Harris, Carroll, Crabb, Karoops, Theo Pinson, Trevion Graham, Jared Dudley will be back soon, Napier, Russell, Karis Levert. So excited. I saw a report on him today. Uh, he's back actually, I think, back in the G League. They're possibly expecting him back before the All-Star break. D'Angelo Russell, Spencer Dinwiddie is out. And, yeah, some of these guys wouldn't be on the team if Dinwiddie and LaVert and Crabb were all out. But, I mean, most of these guys are playing minutes. Jared Allen, Ed Davis, Rondé Hollis-Jefferson. Too many too many miles to feed right now. Uh, I'm just going to have to pass on the Brooklyn Nets offense. Yeah, really, I I'm kind of with you on this one. Um, if I was going to take a shot on anybody – It'd probably be Napier, um, but he could lose a couple minutes here with Crab coming back potentially. But Napier is still a guy that can go for thirty plus. He's fifty three hundred on DraftKings. Um, I, I think he's worth a look over there if, if that's where you want to end up. And he shot four for fifteen from the field the other night and still put up twenty nine fantasy points. So shot twenty six point seven percent from the field and still you know put up almost thirty fantasy points. So he's a guy. He hits a couple. Of, he went 0 for 10 from three. 0 for 10 for three, and still put up 29 and a half fantasy points. So, um, 
he's a guy he knocks down a few of those threes he's at 35 to 40 fantasy points and the you know and then his price is a lot higher in this spot so Shabazz is the one guy that I, I still have interest in. Even with Crab coming back, I think Shabazz should be fine as far as minutes. I think I really do think it's going to be more like Graham um, loses minutes here and um, maybe Carroll. But I, I think Shabazz is just playing too good right now uh, for them to sit him down. But, hey, NBA coaches, who knows? So New Orleans at Chicago, 223.5 here. This game's a pick em right now. Um, Miritic, Moore, and Peyton are out. And on the NBA injury report, Anthony Davis and Julius Randle are questionable. Um, but we have reports that Anthony Davis isn't going to play before the, the trade deadline. So I thought that was really interesting that he was questionable. Um, and then on the Chicago side, Wendell Carter Jr. is out and Hutchinson is out as well. Um, well, let's start with the Pelicans. Pulling up like Anthony Davis, he's expected to be inactive. I'm not even worried about Davis. I don't expect Davis to play. I'd be shocked if he played. The one that has me kind of like, is he going to play? Like, is he might going to play? Is Randall. Um, so this is – so everything I've read on potentially Anthony Davis trades has always been Miritic and more – um, I haven't read a lot on Randall. So like, if he's good to go, he might actually play. Um, I, I don't know. Let, let's talk Pelicans here. Are you in agreement though? We, we don't expect Anthony Davis to play, right? No, no, I, I'm not expecting Anthony Davis to play at all. I'm not expecting him to play until after the trade deadline. Um, I mean, they're, 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 they are trying to legitimately unload him for, a ton of assets and, and the demand is, or, or the asking price I think is higher than what most teams want to want to pay. And so, um, you know, I think they're trying to get something for him before he leaves, but that may not come to fruition, but yeah, to answer your question, I don't think Davis plays. Um, Randall, I think, I think that is, is the wild card. Um, Randall was involved in some trade rumors as well. So we'll see. Um, but I mean, if he plays and I think he's in play, he's playing the Chicago Bulls, or that would definitely be a hit to a guy like Kenrich Williams, a guy that we've kind of been looking at and uh, playing a little bit. I think it could definitely, uh, even affect, you know, a guy like Darius Miller. Um, so if he plays, then some of these fringe guys, I think are just going to be off the table, but if he's out, then Okafor, Williams, Holiday, Miller, those four guys, I think you have to look at them. Sheik Diallo has been getting minutes. Uh, I think he's been around 23 minutes the past two games, if I'm not mistaken. And, I mean, I think, you know, at his price point, you know, 3700 I think you can consider it. If he's going to get 23 minutes against Chicago, I think he's well worth that. That's that's a bargain bin deal. Yeah. Um, Williams has been balling, man. Like. Oof. This guy, he went for 32 fantasy points the other night and shot 23%. Like, this is a guy that's been shooting over 50% and putting up, like, 27 to 40 fantasy points. He shot terrible the other night. I listened to a lot of this game um, traveling back from Nashville, and he just couldn't make a bucket. Like, he drew the start. I love the fact that he drew the start. 
Like, played 35 minutes, didn't see a usage decrease. Like, I'm all about playing Kendrick Williams here. Um, I think he's a guy that could go for 40 in games that he hits his shots, and 5K against the Bulls is just not enough. I apologize. I was so wrong about Okafor um, against the Pacers the other day. I hate when I'm wrong. I'm never afraid to admit when I was wrong. Um, He just balled out against one of the teams that's one of the best teams in the league against centers, uh, Chicago. Not one of the best teams in the league against centers. So his price is up there, but I certainly don't mind Okafor. Um, Everything else you pretty much nailed. You know, Tim Frazier, I talked about him the other day. You know, Williams got the start for Frazier. If Frazier's not in the starting lineup, I just I can't go back to the well there. I'm not going to play Ian Clark or Jackson or anybody like that. Um, Diallo, like you said, if you, if you want to take a shot on him at 3,700, I, I think he's cheap enough that you could certainly take a shot on him. Let's talk Chicago Bulls. Um, done probable. He should be back for this game. This game should stay close. Should be pretty fast, back and back, uh, back, back and forth here. What are we looking at here on the Bulls side of things? Yeah, I mean, I think I want to start with that, Stevie. The pace of this game should be uh, a good one, and so I, I think you know that, that's one of the main things we can look at. Um, and and so if you think about that, because I know one of the things that uh, you know when, when we're talking about pace, the bottom line is each team is going to or one team at least may receive an uptick in possession. So, you know, New Orleans plays at a pretty high pace, which which means that even though Chicago doesn't play at as high of a pace as uh, uh, New Orleans, they're going to gain more possessions because of the pace that New Orleans plays at. So, you know, I just kind of want to put that out there, a little tutorial just in case, you know, people didn't know. I'm assuming everybody does, but uh, that was my little legend for the day. At any rate, love the Bulls here in this spot as well. Uh, I like Laurie Market. I like Levine. I like Dunn. Those are guys that I think we we can look at. Bobby Portis, man, he put up a monster game over the weekend. He still scares me though because I'm I'm legitimately unsure of when they're going to give him 30 minutes and when they're going to give him 23 minutes. And I've tried to look at the game log and look at the matchups and see, you know, is it matchup based or what? But it almost doesn't seem that way. Um, so. I'm hoping he can get 30 minutes, but I'm legitimately not sure. But the guys that I am sure about, Dunn, Levine, Selden, Markinen, those four guys are going to play 30-plus minutes uh, seemingly no matter what, and those are the guys that I think I'm going to stick with. Portis has the upside. Like, he has the upside to do this at any any given time. Like, 17 and 23 shots over the last two games. Um, JSU was so right about him against Charlotte the other night, so – I like Portis here. I love the upside. Um, Mark and Levine, Dunn, all have upside, but the Bulls, man, the Bulls are so, so tough to figure out. Um, Guys just disappear. Like, Jabari Parker disappears. It's just... (sighs) Um, Let's move on. Washington at Milwaukee. 230 total here, Will. Bucks favored by 12. Uh, Wall, Morris, Howard, all out. Um, wish John Wall a speedy recovery. News came out today that he was going to be um, having surgery and was going to be out for close to roughly mo- 12 months. Um, there you go. Let's talk Washington. What are we looking at? 
I think we're going to look at the usual suspects. We're going to look at Sadoransky, whose minutes have not been in the 30s recently. They've been more like – and part of it was blowout. But, like, even in the Atlanta game, I think he played 28 minutes, had an outstanding performance, though. I think we look at Bradley Beal, uh, Porter, Ariza, and Green. Those are the guys I'm looking at. I'm not getting fooled by this Jordan McCray upside game. He has been, you know – he has seen a somewhat of a ticking up a uptick in minutes the past few games. So like Indiana, he played 26 minutes, only played 14 against Milwaukee. I'm throwing that one out. It was an extreme blowout. And then Atlanta was somewhat of a blowout, and then it got tight again. And, and then, you know, and I kind of pulled away at the end. But uh, he's played over 20 minutes, but I, I'm just not going to get fooled by that. Um, and, and that's pretty much it for me. I, I don't want to play Decker. I don't want to play any of these centers, Bryant or Mahimi. Just going to stick with, you know, the usual guys and roll it from there. So Jordan McGray was shooting the ball really well, added some defensive stats, got to play a couple extra minutes because Bradley Beal had first half foul troubles uh, for anybody that wasn't watching that game. Listen to the game, too. I was flipping back and forth. Um, that's what you do on a road trip to make the road trips go faster. Um, you listen to sports. So I'm not getting suckered into this Jordan McRae thing because I'm only playing one team. I tried the multi-entry thing yesterday. I'm just not good at it in basketball. For some reason, basketball is just not a sport that I'm good at multi-entering. But if I was multi-entering on this slate, I wouldn't mind taking a shot on him. I really, honestly, I don't love a lot here for Washington. Um, was on Sanarinsky in the last matchup against Atlanta. Um He's still cheap enough on DraftKings and Fantasy Draft to, to pull the trigger on if you want to go there. Um, but I don't love it. Uh, what are we doing here with the Bucks? Well, you know, we're hitting another stud. So we've got, if I'm not mistaken, I think about three studs on this slate. And uh, we've already talked about Jokic. <clears throat> Excuse me. And now we're moving on to our next, uh, which is going to be Mr. Giannis Antetokounmpo, uh, who is your Eastern Conference captain, 11-4. I think the price is still fair. I think there's still meat on the bone. Uh, you know, he just put up 54 fantasy points against Washington, and that was in a blowout. I mean, it was 131 to 115. Game wasn't close. Put up 54 fantasy points in um, in 33 minutes. Uh, and, and I think that that could go even even higher. Only had two assists that game, uh, and and zero blocks and one steal. So you know, had he dialed up a few more defensive stats and a few more assists, then we would have saw him hit that sixty point. Uh, give us the sixty point upside that we're kind of hoping for when we roster him. But I mean, he he's one of my favorites on the slate. I always like Giannis. For some reason, he tends to be the lesser owned of the stud group. Uh, unless it's a really small slate and he's the only one. So uh, I think I think he's going to be a guy I try to build around uh, on this slate. Uh, outside of that, uh, uh, Rob, Brooke Lopez, I was going to say Robin, just talking about Robin, but Brooke Lopez has actually been playing pretty stable minutes, uh, you know, past few games. I mean, I've seen him in the 30s even uh, a few games here, you know, and if you look at his game log, he's been doing pretty well outside of maybe the last game against Brooklyn which was a pretty cake matchup, uh, a little bit of narrative. They only put up 21 fantasy points. But those are kind of my favorite two bucks. I don't really want to play uh, Middleton here. Brogdon is cheap, but I, I don't even think I want to play Brogdon. Uh, this is a game against Washington. I get it. There's just, you know, another game that I want to key in on 
that we're going to get to later that I like a little bit more. But uh, so Greek and Brooke Lopez, those are my favorite two Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah, you know, Giannis is always in in, in play. Um, I don't know if he's my favorite stud on the slate, but he's certainly somebody I'm looking at. Um, Washington doesn't play any type of defense, so a matchup that he could explode in. Brooke Lopez had four or six fantasy points at half um, against Brooklyn the other night. I think he didn't even come back in the fourth quarter. So the fact that he got to 21 uh, was really solid. Um, you know, he he was just kind of like Giannis had a really big first quarter, and that means like nobody else really did anything. And Lopez you just doesn't play a lot of second quarter minutes uh, because of the stints that they do with these guys. But I don't mind Giannis. I don't mind Lopez. Um I have a little interest in Bledsoe in tournaments. He's a guy that can can blow up in this spot. You know, he went for 48 fantasy points the first time these two teams met. Washington doesn't play any type of defense. The upside for Bledsoe is certainly there. He's playing really good right now. And despite not shooting the ball incredibly from the three-point line, like he's very active defensively right now. So like Bledsoe is a guy that I think has some upside, even at this expensive price tag. Um, moving on, Charlotte at Dallas. 216.5 total here. Dallas favored by five. Um, this is a back-to-back for Charlotte, so we'll have to watch the injury news. I will say Tony Parker probably questionable. He left the game early on Tuesday. Um, I'd be shocked if he even plays in this one. And then on the Dallas side, Berea is still out. Um Let's start with Charlotte. Will, you were so right yesterday about taking forwards against your Charlotte Hornets, and Tobias had a monster game. I wish I would have played him more than I did uh, when I was multi-entering. Um, what are your thoughts here on the Charlotte side? Well, I'm actually afraid today, uh, maybe outside of Kimba, and I, I'm, I'm saying that honestly. Like, you know, it's looking like we're trying to get Marcus all from Memphis, and it's a back-to-back. And, I mean, they held Mark out today. So I I think something's in the works here. You know, if I had to take a guess, I would say MKG and Kaminsky are gone for sure, if if I had to take a guess. And then one of either Batum or Marvin Williams and probably a draft pick, like a second round, or maybe a protected first round, like – so somebody somebody's not going to be there if this deal goes down, or or a few guys aren't going to be there, and I, and the only on the only player I think is safe, or players are, are probably Kemba, and and Bridges maybe. Uh, th- those are those are the safe guys. I don't even think Malik Monk is safe. So uh, with, with that being said, I, I don't. I don't think I want to take any horns. I think we'll get some news on this early enough, though, to be able to make informed decisions. But Kimball would be the only guy uh, that I think I would want to play. Well, I'm sorry, guys. Don't want to sound confused. Let me rephrase that. Kimball is the only guy I want to play right now because I'm not sure of the news. If they trade some pieces away, then this is going to end up being a value game. Whoever's left, they're just going to get big minutes, and you're going to want to play them, especially if they trade – Batum, MKG, Marvin Williams, like Bridges will probably play 30 minutes, maybe along with Lamb and Monk. So just just be on the lookout for that. I know that's kind of 
analysis that's, you know, little pockets here, little pockets there. But that's the approach I'm going to take with this game. So I probably won't have a hard decision until I know for sure that the trade has gone down. All right. Something to be paying attention to here for sure. Um, Will, we talked about it yesterday, and obviously we didn't need it, but I watched some of this game, and that's how I knew about the Parker thing, but Cody Zeller played 23 minutes, looked pretty good. He put up 26 fantasy points, and I just oh, – man. He went a little over 6X. You know, with Rob and those guys from Memphis, it probably wouldn't have mattered, but – I had that feeling that he was just going to come back and play his normal role, but um, I'm probably not playing anything here from Charlotte because of the potential trade. And if it comes out early enough in the day, obviously we, we make adjustments, but uh, even Kemba coming off of a monster game um, against the Clippers. That's two in a row, by the way, he's getting hot again. No, man, we know what happens when Kemba gets hot, but I I just, we're going to have to kind of see how this one plays out throughout the day. Um, what are we looking at here on the Dallas side of things? Well, man, I want to play Luca. Luca's expensive now, though. I mean, we actually have to think about it and, and make a decision. You know, who, who are we going to play? Usually in this spot, I take a guy like Harrison Barnes, but I, I just don't think I can bring myself to play Harrison Barnes knowing that he's going to have even more limited upside now that Tim Hardaway Jr. is there. Um you know, I, I'm expecting Tim Hardaway Jr. to play. He is 4,900, 4,900, and he's playing on a much better team now. If he's going to get his normal 35 minutes, I'm assuming he's going to play the um, Wesley Matthews role and get about 33, 34 minutes at 4,900, man. I, I, don't, I don't think I'm going to be able to fade Tim Hardaway Jr. at that price. Really like him. Uh, really like Lucas, just you know, Lucas price at 9,500. That's that's really asking a lot. However, with DSJ out of the picture, his usage should you know stay pretty consistent, and I think we can still see get some fantasy goodness. But you definitely have to have to think about it. Then we've got Powell and Cleaver. Uh, one of these guys is going to play big minutes. I guess I'm going to side with Cleaver for now. Um, but but it could easily be piled depending on you know if Marvin Williams is still there and they try to go small. So uh, and they're they're kind of at a almost even split. Powell's been playing about 24 minutes, Cleaver around 28, 29 minutes. So you know just kind of pick your poison there. But th- those are the guys I'm looking at. I don't think I want to play Jalen Brunson. I don't think I want to play Trey Burke. I'm, I'm just kind of going to fade those guys. Um. Yeah. So like. If I remember correctly, I don't have the stats up in front of me, and I wish I did, uh, but this is definitely something I'm going to be looking at today. Um, outside of, like, Marvin Williams and maybe, like, a little bit of Kimba, but, like, Charlotte doesn't shoot a ton of threes, right? They they like they like to drive the basket uh, more than they like to shoot threes, right? Uh, you watch their games more than I do, but I, I wish I had the stats up in front of me. Is that correct? Yeah, I mean, Kim, Kimba and Marvin are, are going to take, uh, you know, more than the, the rest of the team. And then third would be like a combination of Jeremy Lamb and um, probably Malik Monk, I, w- I would say. Um, but yeah, like Lamb likes to yeah. drive the basket and try to hit jump shots. Like, yeah, I, I just think what I'm trying to get at is I think Kleebler, Kebler, um, Maxi Kebler <laughs> is a guy um, 
that has some block upside here. He's a guy that you know blocks shots. I think the block upside here is uh, is certainly something I'm going to be looking at. You know, I, I definitely like Luca. Uh, you know, he's up in that price now that like, you know, he's going to need to get 55 to 60, and he certainly could do that here. But you know, the days of him being cheap are over. Um, Tim Hardaway, you mentioned him, 4900. He's cheap. He's he's going to play. 30 to 35 minutes. Dallas plays their guys. Uh, so Hardaway, who should, who should be in this game, should play. The other guy that I have a little tournament interest in is Trey Burke. Not knowing what Trey Burke's role is going to be here. Um, if he gets 25 to 30 minutes, say Trey Burke gets the J.J. Barea 25 minutes. He's 4,100, and he certainly could pay off that price tag at 4,100. So um, certainly don't mind Trey Burke here as well. So. Certainly looking at those guys that uh, were traded over in, in that big New York-Dallas trade uh, because they're they're really underpriced here. Yeah, for sure. I mean, just to kind of give you an idea of the pricing discrepancy, like, listen, I'm going to be hammering Tim Hardaway uh, all day because at, he's 6,100 on FanDuel, which is probably about where he should be on DK as well. And he should probably be in that 12K or 11.5, I would say, 11.5, 12K on fantasy draft. Fantasy draft, he's 9,600, man. Like, just, I think you just play him no matter what tomorrow. Phoenix at Utah, 221 total here. Utah favored by 14 in this game. Booker dealing with the injury. He's questionable. Um, really going to be paying attention to this one. Warren's out, Melton's out. Exum is out. Cephalosha's out. Um, Neto is expected to play and be back. He's expected to be back, whether or not he gets minutes or not. Um, that's up to the coach, but not something that I'm going to be paying attention to. Um, Phoenix side of things here, you know, they're facing a, a Utah team um, that's very good defensively. What are we looking at, if anything, here for Phoenix? Man, I, oof. I, I want to play some guys. I mean, Josh Jackson at 5,500, I mean, have, have have we seen what he's been doing? I mean, he's just been putting up 30-point games back to back to back now. That's three in a row at this price point. I think we still take a shot on a shot on him. Kelly Oubre at 5,800, I don't mind that. Uh, Mikael Bridges, he's a guy that's been playing big minutes. I mean, big minutes, 35 to 38 minutes. I think he's one of the best values on the slate as well. I've got kind of got him checkmarked almost like Tim Hardaway, just a guy that's going to play big minutes. And he really hasn't let you down. Uh, if you look at what he's done since his minutes have been back up, uh, he put up 19 the first game. But then after that, 28, 38, 35, 24, all of those are respectable at that price point. So he's a guy I really want to highlight today from your uh, Arizona Phoenix Suns, Phoenix, Arizona Suns. Uh, and so but, but that's about it. I don't really like Booker here. He's 8,400. He's going to get the Ricky Rubio defense. And, I mean, I think he can crush anybody, but I just I, I want to fade some of the more expensive guys from Phoenix today and just kind of take a shot on some of the more affordable ones. Yeah, I have a lot of interest in Phoenix if, if Booker sits. Um, I like Jackson regardless. But, like, Bridges uh, on DraftKings and Fantasy Draft, if oh, yeah. Booker sits, I like Bridges. His minutes are way up right now. Bridges and Jackson would be the guys that would be targeting. If Booker sits, I think Oubre um, is another guy you look at at 5,800. Um, 
you know, those three guys are the guys I'm interested in. I don't want to play Aiden against uh, Rudy Gobert. Don't do it. Um, The flip side here, the Utah side, like, it's a great matchup for Rudy Gobert, but do you expect Phoenix to keep this thing close enough where Rudy Gobert plays in the fourth quarter? Yeah, if Booker plays, I really like Rudy Gobert. Um, if, Book, if Booker's out, like, I, I don't think I'm going to – I don't think I can play Gobert and Mitchell. They're, they're expensive. I, I do think there's a world where they can get it done in three quarters, but I just I wouldn't risk it. Um, but I mean, everything I read, I, I think Booker's going to play. But you know, I, I could always be wrong. But I, I read a report; he was saying he was good. So we'll see. Uh, but if, if Booker plays, I, I, I love Gobert, Ru- Rubio. Those are my favorite two. Uh, the next would be Donovan Mitchell, and then I don't mind a little bit of. Uh, uh, Jay Crowder coming off the bench today at 4,600. Uh, if he gets another, I mean, he's played 30 and 35 minutes the past two games, and he's going to start hitting 30 and 35 minutes against Phoenix, then uh, I think he could have a phenomenal, phenomenal performance here. So I really, really, really like Jay Crowder at that price point. Um, a little breaking news. The Lakers just picked up um, – they just traded for Reggie Bullock um, from – for the Pistons, so oh, they're just stealing all the Detroit wing guys. Did they send uh, uh, KCP back? <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to. <laughs> it doesn't. Oh, I, from what I'm seeing though, it doesn't say like um, who was involved in the trade on the other side of the game. But yeah, so yeah, oh, yeah, they're sending Azvi uh, Makuliuk, Makaliuk. Yes, Makaliuk. I probably do you think he's do you, do you think Bullock stays long or do you think he's part of the Anthony Davis trade? <laughs> uh, well, I, just fly to New Orleans. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what's going on there. Like, I think that trade was probably more for Detroit than it was for the Lakers. Now that I'm thinking about it, they probably want to play Luke Kennard. But oh, anyway, man. we'll see. We'll see. Anyway, didn't mean to sidetrack, but All we good. did sidetrack. So no biggie. Houston at Sacramento, 233 and a half total here. Houston favored by two. Capella is out. Gordon is questionable. Um, didn't see anything on the Kings. They should be good to go. Let's talk Houston first. Uh, what are we looking at here on the Houston side of things? Man, I talked about it earlier this week. I, I saw that Chris Paul's minutes were on the uptick when he played 29 minutes against Denver, and the writing was on the wall. We had Eric Gordon out, and he played 33 minutes, and I knew it. So I, I'm thinking Chris Paul is going to play around 30 minutes. So I, I don't think he's going to hit 38. I don't think he's going to be at 25. But I, I do think 29 to 30 is going to be like his sweet spot. Uh, and at that price against Sacramento, 7,100, I don't mind that uh, at all. Uh, James Harden. Uh, can we play James Harden on this slate? I absolutely think we can. Uh, can we fit him in? I absolutely think we can. Do I want to? Yes, I do. But I'm going to have to see if I can work the price because I do like Greek more in this spot. But obviously Harden is a guy that, that you can pretty much play on every slate. I will say, you know, for all, for all you tournament-minded guys out there that are exclusive to tournaments, uh, if you get wind or you see that or if you're anticipating Harden being in that, you know, 10 to, 10 to 20% range versus his normal 30 to 50%. I think he's a guy you can use to leverage the field. Uh, last but not least, obviously, Kenneth Fareed. 
Uh, he's 7K, but, I mean, he's going to get Sacramento. Should be playing 30-plus minutes. Really like him in this spot as well. Uh, just, like, Harden is just on such another level right now that, it, you know, every time you plug him into your lineup, you're you're probably returning 65-plus fantasy points. So, like, <laughs> it, it's just crazy to even think about that. Um does his usage go down with Paul? Yeah, but does his usage go down at all right now? No. Um, right now, James Harden is just the best player on the planet, um, and I don't. I'll argue with that anybody. Like what he's doing for his team right now, like he is reminding us that he's the MVP. Um, it, it's just it's insane. The dude's averaging sixty four fantasy points per game this season. Um, it, it, so, as much as I've argued about potentially fading Harden and not playing Harden when Paul's there and blah, blah, blah. I'm just done arguing. Like, the guy is just on another level. You know, if you want to play him, you play him. I have no issues with playing him. I don't know if I'll end up on him or not. I haven't built roster or done any roster construction yet. But every time you put Harden in your lineup right now, you're almost you're almost returning 65-plus fantasy points. So nobody can argue about James Harden right now. Chris Paul, I think the price tag is still certainly okay. Um, you mentioned Fareed. Fareed's a guy that I do like in this matchup. Um, I, I'm just going to keep playing him. Like He's so active on the board. You're almost guaranteed a double-double right now. He's getting some easy buckets. Um, I, I do like Fareed. I love the energy. I love the fact that Fareed's getting minutes somewhere. And until Capella comes back, unless Fareed's over 8K, he's certainly going to be guys I'm gonna be, a guy I'm going to be looking at. Um, I don't think I'll go down the Gerald Green route. Um, he's just such a scorer that you know you need him to just shoot absolutely lights out for him to get there. PJ Tucker's numbers have been down a little bit uh, with Fareed being there. The rebounds have been down for Tucker, and then James Ennis. I know he had a good game the other night with Eric Gordon out. He had four steals in that game. I don't want to overreact to a game that he had four steals in. Could he get a steal or two here? Sure, but four steals is kind of an outlier to me when you look at he hadn't had more than two steals in a game one time out of the last 12 games. So Ennis is just one guy that I don't want to overreact to. Uh, really, the targets here are Harden, Fareed, and Paul. On the Sacramento side, I hope you guys have been listening to me because I continue to talk about Bagley every day. And he's low-owned every day, and the guy just continues to just keep chucking. And the fact that, you know, nobody is playing Marvin Bagley and you're getting him at low ownership and he just keeps putting up these big games, I I'm just going to keep playing him. Um, I, I love Bagley in this spot. Yeah, the problem is, had we gotten another 30-point game, we might have been able to keep him as our own little secret. Yeah, the secret's uh -oh. out, Will. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he just dropped he just dropped 55 fantasy points on San Antonio the other night. And so he, he's on the radar now. But the price has come up. He's 5,800. And I think that's going to make people think about it. Um, and so we'll kind of have to see what that does, you know, on, on fantasy draft. He is 11-5. And so, you know, I, I think people will still have to make some form of a decision you know, when they look at him, and I like that. Uh, I like where he's priced right now. But what I like more than his price, Steve, are these minutes. I mean, when you look at, you know, the minutes he's playing right now, 
it's unbelievable. I mean, this this is a guy that at the beginning of the season, you know, could was playing, you know, in the team sometimes. But you look at these past three games, 28, 33, 31, if those are the kind of minutes he's going to get consistently, then he's a guy that we have to start plugging in our lineups at this price, maybe until he hits that 6,500 uh, price range, and then we can kind of think about it a little bit more. But I'm with you 100%. Really like Bagley. Equally so, though, I, I do really like Willie Colley-Stein. He's 5,500, and we've seen his upside. His upside is probably about 40 fantasy points right now. And uh, I'm fully on board. I wouldn't mind taking that at all. De'Aaron Fox is obviously the, the guy that runs the show there. He's just been really consistent this year. Uh, look at his last four games, 40, 39, 25, 31, 36 the game before that. You know, And then he had another 40, another 43. So out of his last 10 games, he's had one, two, three, practically four games at 40. Uh, don't mind that at all. From him. Lastly, Buddy Hill, 6,700. I think it's a little bit too much, but he is a guy that's getting 35 minutes. And Iman Shumpert is also starting to get big minutes as well. He's played 30 and 34 minutes the past two games. So, you know, little guys like that that are going to get big minutes, I think we can consider them on this slate, especially against Houston at home. Shumpert is a guy that I've written down as a potential value play here today, playing right around 30 minutes. So I do like that call. Um, Fox is the guy that I have a little concern with here. Um, the ceiling play is Buddy Heald. Fox is maybe your cash game. I don't even think he's a cash game play. I just don't know if he has enough of a floor. I really think that the tournament ceiling play for the Sacramento team right now is Buddy Heald. Um, he's a guy that can go up, shoot the ball really well, and put up 50-plus fantasy points. If he doesn't shoot the ball well, he, he's not going to get there. Obviously, you need him to have a good shooting night, and that's why I say he's the ceiling play. It's not the floor play. He's a large field tournament play. Uh, but I, I do think like he's a guy I'm certainly going to look at and have him on my list for today. Um, anything else? Like Harry Giles still not playing enough minutes. Um, we talked about Shumpert. That's really all I had uh, from this one. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm ready. We can roll it. I don't even want to talk about this next game. San Antonio at Golden State, uh, 233.5 total here. Golden State favored by 11. Um, not enough. Um, Marcus Aldridge is out. DeRozan's out and White is out. So three of the starting five uh, for San Antonio is out. Golden State, as far as right now, at the time of recording this podcast, they are good to go. It is an ESPN game. It is in Golden State. I would not be shocked if maybe Cousins or Draymond um, Green potentially get a day off here. Uh, but I think we'll see, for the most part, the big three. Um, big five, whatever they are now. Um, <laughs> San Antonio side of things. No LaMarcus Aldridge, no DeRozan, no White. It's just crazy to say. Uh, I, I love the fact that Pop was like, we're going to tell you this now uh, so we, we can start dissecting this. Um, looking at these guys with, with these guys off the floor this season, it's a very small sample size. Marco Bellinelli, he certainly benefits 0.5 or 5% usage bump. Rudy Gay, 9.7% usage bump. 
0.54 fantasy points per minute. So in 108 or 101.8 minutes this season, Rudy Gay, 33% usage rate, averaging 1.57 fantasy points per minute. That's a lot, Will. What are we looking at here uh, as far as the San, San Antonio Spurs look at, go for? Man, you know how I feel about this. You know, we're, we're the spreads, we, th- we think it's going to be a blowout. But if they keep this game close, th- this could be the moneymaker. Uh, so I, I like Gay. I like Bertans. I like Bellinelli. I, I like all these guys. I've just kind of got to decide who do I feel best about. I honestly think Pau Gasol is going to get some run in this game. I really do, and I so I'm trying to decide right now: is Paul Gasol going to be my, you know, Ivan Rab today? Like, is is that the Ivan Rab? The last time Paul Gasol got extended run, that was at New Orleans, played 22 minutes and put up 31.75 fantasy points, and so I like if if Gasol is going to get run, I think we have to consider him at this price. Uh, but I, I, I like all of the Spurs except maybe Dante Cunningham and Quincy Poindexter, Pondexter. Those, those are the guys I don't want to play. But, you know, the guys that are going to play Forbes, Gay, uh, Patty Mills, those guys, all those guys I think are going to play 30 minutes, Bellinelli. Those are guys I think we can consider for sure. Considering Rudy Gay's price, um, I, I think he's like a top play. Uh, on this slate, um, as much as it pains me to say that, like he's going to be very chalky uh, for what it's worth. Everybody is going to tell you that he gets a huge usage bump and fantasy point per minute bump like we just did. So well, man, um, I, I can tell you if he's going to be chalky right now. I, uh, I've got the beat, man. I get this news early now, real early. Um, I I don't even care what your thing says. I, I know Rudy Gay's gonna be chalky. <laughs> um, I, I don't mind Patty Mills here. I don't mind Bar- Marco Bellinelli. Um, these guys are cheap. You know, you're just Marco Bellinelli is really interesting because he'll chuck. You know, and he's he's a guy that will chuck. So I don't mind Bellinelli. I don't mind Mills. I don't mind Forbes. I disagree with you on Pau Gasol. I think it'd be Jacob. Is it Podol? Jakob oh, um, Podol. Jakob Podol. Um, I think he gets like twenty minutes in this game. He's the same price as Pau Gasol. Will I will take Podol against Gasol uh, for some jelly beans if you want. What kind of jelly beans are we talking? Um, I like the red ones. Okay, so like the standard jelly beans, because you know they've got like freckled ones. So we're talking about just straight up standard jelly beans. Yeah, I like the green ones too. Oh yeah, those are good, real good. Yeah, Starburst jelly beans are the best. Oh, all right, we're talking, we're talking, we're talking. I, I, I see that. I accept. I all right. I, a long I, time since we had a jelly bean bet on the podcast. <laughs> CJ CJ lost a lot of jelly beans to me, so um, I, I accept. Will, what are we doing with the Spurs? Not with the Spurs. What are we doing with Golden State here? So here's the deal. So, because of their lack of explosive performances, no, notice I'm, I'm choosing my words carefully here. Because of the lack of explosive performances, most of these guys on Golden State 
are really, really cheap. So, like, Steph is 9100 Uh Durant is 9300 These are all price points where I think we can we can start trying to take some chances. You know, when they were in the upper nines, I, I didn't want to take chances because I felt like their, their upside was capped. But at these prices, I, I think we could do it. So, I think I kind of try to stick with Steph, just the main guys. You know, nothing out of order. Steph, Durant. I, I might pass on Clay. I don't think I take a shot on Clay. Draymond at sixty three. I think I think that's a good price point. I don't know why Draymond is priced cheaper than Boogie. That makes no sense with Boogie playing twenty five minutes. I don't care what he's doing. Dr- Boogie should not be more than Draymond right now until Boogie's at a thirty minute thirty minute cap or, or thirty minute floor or whatever. However, we, we want to Boogie play. might not play thirty minutes until the playoffs. So that's what I'm saying. So I, I just there's no way he. I think he should be more than Draymond. And so I think I'd take a shot on Draymond. But those would be my guys. However, if you think it's going to be a blowout, then I think we need to be looking at Kevon Looney. Uh, he's a guy that's actually still been playing around 20 minutes and has been performing really well. Uh, you know, hasn't really had too much of a drop-off in his production. 21 fantasy points, 28, 27, 19, 24, 31. These are always boogie back. So if you're anticipating a blowout, then Looney is a guy that I really like. Yes, do like Looney. He's another guy that I had written down. Um, we're starting to get a larger sample size of Durant and Cousins playing together. And I've been talking about this, and I just wanted to – I noticed this the other day when I was looking at stats, and I wanted to bring it up. Durant gets a minus 6% usage um, with Cousins on the floor. And he's – you know, him and Curry's fantasy points per minute go way down when they're playing with Cousins. Durant's losing two rebounds per 36 minutes um, in, in like 10 fan or nine, 9.4 fantasy points. And Curry's losing 13, almost 14 fantasy points per 36 minutes when they're playing on the same floor as Cousins. Now, they don't always play together. So I'm not sitting there saying with, with Cousins back, Curry's averaging 12 less fantasy points. When... They played together, which has only been 90 minutes that Curry, Durant, and Cousins have played together, um, all on the same on the floor together. I'm just saying that it is very interesting. It's something we got to continue to pay attention to how much the rebounds are down for Durant with Cousins and stuff like that, because obviously it makes a huge difference. Um, Points for Curry. Curry, it's points. Um, his points go down with Cousins, which makes a ton of sense if you think about it. But it is per 36. It's not points per minute. It is not um, the whole game. But, yeah. Um, yeah, so for me, it's Looney. I don't mind taking a shot on Looney. Um, I agree with you. I'd play Draymond before I'd play Cousins. Um, I just don't love this team here. If, if this game stays close... And these guys go off, I'll probably lose, but um, I'm perfectly okay with that too. So, Will, let's play the morning grind game on this awesome Wednesday. Um, and then we're going to get out of here. Give me your favorite game to go over or under. Give me uh, Washington, Milwaukee, over. All right. Give me the under in the Utah game. Gotcha. 
221 for Utah in Utah against Phoenix with a potential questionable Booker seems high. Um, under 5K to 7X, who's your cheap guy you're liking uh, at first look here? Yeah, we we don't we don't have as many today, um, so I'm going to go with someone that we've already talked about. Let's go with uh, from Utah. Geez, let's go with Jay Crowder. Let's go Jay Crowder today. All right. This is not who I thought you would take. <laughs> yeah, um, I talked about it. He's playing 30 minutes now against Phoenix. Upside time. Um, I'm going to take the ceiling guy. I'm going to take Marco Bellinelli. Yeah, I like it. I like it for sure. He's going to play the minutes today. Listen, th- this could all change if we get some different news. Right. Uh, no, and everybody knows that. Like, I'll, retweet, I'll sure. retweet something out. Like, if, if this trade goes down with Charlotte and Bridges is still there, like, I think he's going to be my guy. Over 8K to under 5X. Who's your bust today? Oh, man. You know, it, it's really weird. <sighs> I don't want to do it, but I'm going to have to. Give me Luca. All right. I'm going to take Donovan Mitchell. Yep, I figured that. Just because I don't think he's going to play in the fourth quarter. Um, Give me your favorite 6X play today. Here we go. Now the guy's coming up that you probably were thinking about. Give me Tim Hardaway Jr. For that is sure. the guy I thought you were going to take earlier. Yep. Yeah, I had to don't think he's going to get the seven, huh? Well, no, no, I, I want to make sure we, we hit this. You know, 6X is like 30 points. I think he could get to 30. Seven would give him like 35. So, I, you know, if he gets 32, then we're almost there. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Um, I've been riding this guy. Let, let's just do it one more day. He might be a little chalkier today. Give me Marvin Bagley the third. Yes. Uh, to go 6x today, right at 36 fantasy points. I think he gets that done. He's done it three out of the last five ga- or three out of the last six games and two out of the last three. The minutes are up for him and um, really, really good matchup here against Houston. Yeah, man. I'd love to catch a uh, ESPN Deportes version, if they have one, of him catching that reverse alley oop dunk. Like that was just ridiculous. Uh, saw it on Sports Center. Sometimes we get those clips down here for the Panthers, man. I mean, those it's just awesome hearing him. And I, I speak a little bit of Spanish, so well, it's always fun to catch a couple of those broadcasts. But I'd love to get a clip of that because those guys, they they, they hammer down the the, the, uh, the broadcasting, man. I love those guys. For sure. On that note, we're going to get out of here. We'll be back um, tomorrow. Sorry, I, I got sidetracked. Um <laughs> I love you. Don't you love when that happens? Like you get a message pop up on your screen that you've been kind of waiting for. Um, if you do want to buy the the weekly seven dollar NASCAR package that we were talking about uh, earlier, it's available now. Um, <laughs> this would sidetrack me. Um, that popped up as we were going. So yeah. Anyway, we'll be back. <laughs> we'll be back tomorrow. Um, talking some more NBA. Will, any final thoughts? Uh, no, man. Let's enjoy this slate. Let's rebound. You know, let's work it out Wednesday. Let's get it going. Let's get it going. 
JSU and I will join you tomorrow. Good luck in your contest tonight, and we'll see you then.